0: hello everybody welcome back to the new generation sports reports i am your host tanner mondock and i am joined as always by the herald sports editor ed farrell ed how are you doing this week
1: thanks again for inviting me tanner i appreciate it
0: of course hey so uh we have a exciting episode this week we uh mercer county crowned a new state champion um in the sport of golf this week and later on this episode we have anthony Stallworth and coach amp geese coming on the show Um, to just discuss Anthony Stallworth's success, as well as um, the crazy season Farrell has had and kind of what they're looking forward to in the playoffs. All right, Ed, so let's kick things off here with uh, the Hickory Girls golf team. So um, they won a state championship this week.
1: Tremendous accomplishment. Uh, It's been, uh, I think, I won't say anticipated, but I I think Coach Craig Antush knew what kind of a club he had this year, and the girls came through. They... uh, they, uh, they really came through under uh, some stress, you know, when you're talking District 10 championships as a qualifier and then going head-to-head with a perennial power in Greensburg Central Catholic at the PIAA championships. And I know when you and I first learned of this the other day, and we're speaking at about 3 o'clock on Wednesday, but when you and I first learned of this Monday afternoon, we were really surprised by the margin of victory for Hickory Girls. I believe it's 14 strokes. Yeah. And, you you know, normally you would think at a championship level, you know, it's – Pretty tight contest, to mm-hmm. borrow cliche. But, yeah, a, a comfortable 14-stroke win for Hickory.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it looked like, you know, the second, third, fourth, you know, all them. They were pretty close. But, mm-hmm. man, that first to second there, that lead Hickory had is just, it was, that's phenomenal.
1: Well, I think uh, uh, Heritage Hill Hills Golf and Resort is a par 72. And for Hickory, Sasha Petrotsko, uh 74. Mackenzie Gusta 75. And Luciana Master seventy six, so you had three kids who played really, really well. Like I said, and uh, I gotta believe you know there was some pressure there, but they they played well with everything on the line, and um, it's a great accomplishment. It's the seventh, checking my math here, yeah, it's the seventh state championship in Hickory High history, uh, following up the nineteen eighty nine football team, the twenty seventeen and nineteen boys track and field teams, and the twenty twelve fifteen and sixteen girls track and field team, so it's uh it's a great accomplishment and I couldn't be happier for Coach Antush. Mm-hmm. He's a good man, he's very been very good to us here at the Herald in terms of cooperation and accessibility and so we're really happy for him and the girls. Also don't wanna forget two other team members, Ava Liberty and Megan Bull. But yeah, it's it's just it's really neat. And it's something unusual. You know, obviously here in Mercer County we're m mo- a little bit more focused on sports such as football or basketball. So uh, for a girls' golf program to do that well here for Mer- to represent Mercer County, yeah. great great accomplishment.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, like you said, great accomplishment. So congratulations to everyone over at Hickory High School. Congrats to the golf team and everyone over there in Hermitage. So yeah, that's uh, really great to hear. So other than that happening this week, we are um, approaching the District 10 football playoffs. Um, I know we have a couple games coming up on Friday. So... What do we got going on?
1: Well, it's kind of an odd weekend because the District 10 class single-A football playoffs open, uh, but Mm -hmm. uh, Reynolds and Mercer are playing in those. But otherwise, uh, there are only like a handful of regular season finales involving Mercer County teams. But yeah, Reynolds, which is the defending District 10 class 1A champion, will meet Cambridge Springs Friday night, 7 p.m. at uh, Wilmington High School at Greyhound Stadium. kind of a rematch of this game a year ago when Reynolds won 40 to zip. Hmm. Of course this is a new year, different teams, but so right. b- both are four and four going into this game. So should be a test for coach Josh Mullen and his Raiders. You know, there's nothing taken for granted now like I said it's a new year for them. So uh, should be a good ball game. I, I'm going to go down there. Maybe we'll see you down there too. Yeah, of course. The, the other game involving Mercer versus Maplewood, that's up at Oil City. Mercer mm-hmm. 3 and 5, Maplewood 3 and 4. Maplewood has been kind of a a, a playoff uh, participant the last few years gone head to head against Reynolds and Farrell a little bit of a down year for Maplewood and I'm I'm not saying that disrespectfully it's just just the way it is you know in high school sports you can't can't be on top every year but again Mercer 3 and 5 versus Maplewood 3 and 4 so a couple playoff games over here in Pennsylvania don't want to leave out Brookfield which is beginning the Ohio uh, high school athletic association playoffs Brookfield 6 and 3 will play at uh, United Local, which is 8-1. and one. That game will be down in Hanoverton Saturday at 7 o'clock. And it's also the game of the week on my TV, uh, WKBN TV 27. So uh, a return to the playoffs for Brookfield, third straight year, I believe. So kind of interesting there. Brookfield has a, a pretty strong playoff history, including a 1978 state championship. Doing a little research, I learned that United has never won a playoff game. Uh, United's only mm-hmm. made the playoffs – uh, this will be the fourth time in program history and has never won a playoff game 0-3. So even though United is 8-1, and Brookfield 6-3, and and even though the game is going to be in Hanover 10, a home game for United, you think Brookfield might have a little edge there in terms of uh, experience.
0: Oh, cool. Well, yeah, that's very exciting. You know, playoffs are upon us. But uh, you did mention we still have some regular season yep. games. Um, I know that uh, we talk about this a lot later on the show when we have uh, Coach Piggies on and Anthony Stallworth. How uh, Farrell, again, had a run-in with a little bit of a cancellation. They were set to play Hickory, um, but then that got canceled, and now they're going to be playing Fort LaBeouf. Like I said, we we'll talk about that a little bit later on with them. So what else is going on in the regular season Can, side of things?
1: In, in addition, uh, Farrell 6-0 at uh, Fort LaBeouf, 7-1. You have um, Greenville 6-3 hosting uh, Conneaut area, which is winless, 0-8. Greenville is going for, I believe, it's six straight win. So it's been a nice turnaround for the oh, Trojans wow. this year. At one at one point, I believe Greenville was uh, maybe one in three. So Greenville's won uh, five straight games. Excuse me. And uh, I couldn't be happier for Coach Brian Herrick and Greenville. Uh, also, um, another game which is also Saturday night, not Friday night. Lakeview one in seven at Franklin one in eight. So you have Farrell, Fort LaBeouf, and Greenville Conneaut area on Friday night. Seven o'clock starts in Lakeview at Franklin saturday night that game was moved for some reason it was because of a lack of officials or whatever Mm -hmm. but that lakeview franklin game was moved from friday to saturday
0: all right so yeah we got a couple games there but of course you know a lot of attention is going to be on those two district 10 playoff games so Mm -hmm. again we got mercer playing and then we have reynolds as well so this Mm -hmm. is class a that's starting this week and then um everyone else will be next weekend
1: next weekend will be a busy one
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Don't want to forget, too, if, if I may, mm-hmm. uh, the District 10 cross-country championships are taking place Saturday morning in mm-hmm. Titusville at the Ed Myers Complex. So a lot of good representation from Mercer County. Uh, Tommy Hunyadi from Hickory and Emma Mason from Wilmington won the Region 1-2 championship last week in kind of a little precursor or tune-up race, if you will. But uh, the District 10 championships, it's kind of all or nothing. You have to qualify – Uh, out of District 10 to qualify for the PIAA so if you have a bad day if you have an injury you know the course is muddy whatever you know whatever excuse you can come up with you know then you're gonna miss out so a little bit of pressure on those kids too. Saturday morning in Titusville
0: right yeah and uh, you mentioned weather it's gonna rain a lot on Friday Mm -hmm. and it's looking like it might rain on Saturday Mm -hmm. so see how that affects things so before we wrap the things up here and we get into our conversation with um, Coach Baggies and Anthony Stallworth, anything else you'd like to add? Yeah,
1: if you don't mind, uh, mm-hmm. if I can digress for a minute, I tried to uh, you know give you a little shout out last week, and I was hoping if you don't mind, give a little shout out to Rob Malson, my coworker. Oh, yeah. Can't say enough good things about Rob and his work ethic. Uh, we could not do and we could not function without Rob and his hard work, and I just wanted to publicly acknowledge and recognize him for all of his efforts i think he's been at the herald approximately 15 years full-time mm-hmm. after having begun here part-time but uh, again just want rob to know he's appreciated mm-hmm. and respected and i think the public should know how hard he works
0: absolutely yeah rob's a, he's a great guy to work with isn't mm-hmm. he yeah um yeah we definitely appreciate his work around here and so that'll do it for this portion of the show I want to thank you guys for listening, and don't go anywhere because we have our interview with Coach Pagese and Anthony Stallworth coming up right now.
2: Ben Visit Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters.
0: Quality new Chevrolet's and outstanding pre-owned vehicles plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19 just south of Mercer.
2: Stop in or call Ben Visit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440.
0: At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care.
2: Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home.
0: For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org.
2: First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com.
0: At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it.
2: Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Herald Readers, stop in at 1215 East Eighth Street and Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today.
0: Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or upmc.com. Hello everybody, welcome back. Just as we promised earlier on in the show, uh, we are now sitting here with Coach Begeese and Anthony Stallworth both both from uh, Feral Football so how are you guys doing thanks for coming on the show.
3: I'm uh, doing really good. Yeah, doing excited good. to be here today.
0: Yeah and I I know you know you just came in when you um you just came in you said that you had some exciting news you found a game for this week so you know that's been kind of a recurring theme for you guys this season. Oh, so um Oh for
3: sure you know um, Fort LaBeouf gave us a call and they decided to play a game with us this coming Friday and very excited for my kids and for our program you know to have a game this week and you know, we don't have many this year. This would be game number seven for us. And we're just excited. Nice.
1: Coach, I meant to ask you, you know, with the COVID concerns from a year ago, mm-hmm. you had an abbreviated schedule, only six regular season games. My point is, at least you were playing every Friday or every weekend. This year, you know, you've played, you've sat, you maybe played two games and you sat. How has that affected your club, to your mind?
3: Ah, uh, it, it affects us. Um, you know, you like to play every week. Um, so you stay sharp and conditioning. Um, Kids get used to playing every week, and they're, they're in a little better conditioning. But having that week off in between games, I, re, I really didn't like it last year. Like you said, um, different schedule, but we made sure we played every week, and that helped us a lot. And this is usually time of year for us where we kind of really get going. Uh, we're playing a lot better as a team, and to have weeks off really doesn't bode well for us. You know, um, but like I said, I'm excited to have a game this week.
1: I was going to say, how have your players responded to this schedule?
3: It's, it's a little different for them because, you know um, – most of the time, they're prepared for a full week um, practice. And then, when you tell them, like, you're not playing a game, and um, they kind of prepare a little different um, with practice time and that sort of thing. And it's just a little different to kind of get them out of their norm. You know, their norm is kind of school, and practice, and, you know, game. But then, when you tell them you're not having a game, it's kind of hard to kind of. Keep them focused and keep them motivated for the week, knowing that they're not playing. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a little different for us.
0: So, Anthony, for you personally, what has that been like? You know, just from a player's perspective on like missing so many games. Uh, it's it's just not. It's just not like
4: amusing to nobody on the team. We miss weeks. We play games. So, like everybody won a game every week. People messing, missing stats. Everybody on our team, and uh, especially seniors. All the seniors won every game. So it's just like Mm -hmm. draining for. uh, Right, yeah. Anthony. Can you tell us a little bit
1: about yourself, like your your family background, just just a little bit of personal information on yourself? I I know all the numbers, but just mm-hmm. football related, but just a little bit about yourself. Uh,
4: I I just like like I like being home, chilling, playing a game. Like I really don't do nothing outside of school and football. Uh, mom and dad take care of me. That's it. Like, where you, Where are your parents' names? Uh, my parents' name is uh, Natasha's an, an, Natasha and Anthony Stallworth. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, any idea what you're going to study at the college level? You know, what you'd like to do with yourself after you play in the NFL? Uh,
4: most likely business. I, I like to study business. I've been uh, looking at that a lot. So mostly, yeah, business. Kind of like an entrepreneur yeah, yeah, program? Yeah. So yeah good yeah. for you. That's tremendous. Coach has mentioned to me
1: a couple times you're a pretty good student. So uh, good Good for you.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: And so anywhere, like, you have a destination, you know, pick, like a college? Anywhere you'd like to, you know... Uh, I like Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, Buffalo. Cool. I like Bowling Green. I like those kind of type of schools. Right. Um, and so you know obviously you have just had a you know phenomenal ca- career over at Farrell It's not over yet you still got some football left to play this season but um kind of like what are some of the keys to that you know like what keeps you going what's made you so successful
4: uh probably just like my work ethic because I just love to sport of football and uh my online like for the past three years I just had a great online that, uh, I can push every day and get me where I'm going
0: mm-hmm
1: I was going to say, maybe you want to give a little. Sh- I think you and I have talked before after a couple of games, Sharpsville and Wilmington. Yeah. And I asked you about your offensive line Preston Williams, Anthony Y. Jackson, Jamin Holden, Malachi Shepard. I'm forgetting somebody coached it. So-
3: um, you got Jakai Burris there, you got kay. Brian Phillips, um, Malachi Green, Malachi Green, okay. a lot of those guys, even Xavier Moore. And yeah. and um, you got, got a lot of kids there that, that help support, mm-hmm. even some of the younger guys that you don't really hear about. Um, mm-hmm. That really come out and and do their thing and, mm-hmm. and makes it special for them
4: any kind of a little shout out you'd like to give your line oh yeah I, I like to i shout them out all the time them guys are great uh they know the assignment what they got to do and they just want the best for me just like how i want the best for them so yeah they do they do what's best for both of us i think the first time i realized how fast you were <laughs> you probably don't even remember this but
1: you you had a playoff game last year up in northwestern yep. and of course the, the weather came in it was the weather was extremely unseasonable it was very warm on friday a thunderstorm rolled in so the game was postponed until saturday morning and yep. th- there was about a 30 degree drop in the temperature and they have gra- natural grass up there and it was saturated by saturday i think that's when i realized how fast you were mm-hmm. when i watched you run on that field <laughs> As a running back, talk about your strengths. Is it your straight line speed? Is it your vision? You know, reading the holes, reading your blocks. Is it your cutback ability? How would you assess yourself or describe yourself as a running back?
4: Uh, it's mostly my uh, like reading my linemen because we got a most like a lot of zone blocking, so I really got to read off of them and try to like go in and out, hit the sideline, get up field mostly like that.
1: Okay. And i gotta, I got to ask you, you or Kylon, who's the faster of the two? Uh,
4: It's probably <laughs> Colin. It's probably uh Colin Wilson. Yeah, he's a little bit smaller than me, so yeah, he's he probably
3: faster than me. We never raced before, though. <laughs>
4: I'd pay to see that one. How about
3: you, Coach? I don't know, guys, because they both could run. Um, I would probably say Colin, a little smaller guy, and he, he's quick, but. Anthony's right there.
1: You're a feral kid. You played with some great running backs. Talk about how Anthony compares, and I'm not asking who's number one and so forth, but how does he compare with some of the running backs you've seen at your alma mater?
3: Oh, He compares up there with the best of them. Um, His work ethic, um, his size, strength, his his speed, his overall ability with vision. Um, He's a football kid, and he definitely ranks up there with the best of them, um, if not the best. his his number shows that he's missing a lot of games do f- over the last couple years. Um, if you had um, the way I count, maybe almost somewhere around eight games that he probably should have had under his belt. And he if he had those eight games, you're looking some quick numbers just hypothetically, maybe around an extra 12, 1,400 yards. So you're mm-hmm. talking about a kid that could be approaching six thousand yards. Um, so he ranks up there with not just the best in Furlough, but the best in his county, mm-hmm. um, some of the best in the state. Um, he's that type of player and. I can't say enough of good things about him. He's one of those kids that he just smiles a lot, and he loves the game of football, and he lo- he loves life. He's just a great great kid.
1: And to your point, your club's been so dominant. I think the numbers are 354 to 14. You've outscored your yeah. opponents. He's probably only playing half of most games this yes. year, wouldn't you say so?
3: And Yes, yes. He he, he doesn't get a lot of carries. Um, I think he might be averaging around 10, 11 carries a game, um, considering some of the backs that gets 25, 30 carries a game. He really don't get that. He's not a kid that cries for the ball and asks for the ball. He likes being on the field, but he don't. He don't say, "Coach, feed me the ball, give me the ball." He, he does what we ask him to, and he's a great teammate. And he, he's one of the one of the greatest kids that that played this game around here.
1: To that point, you know, suppose you know actually beginning this week with Fort LaBeouf, supposing you're getting into the playoffs now and your workload increases do you thrive off getting more carries do you get stronger as the game goes on
4: uh yeah i mean coach Jam know uh like when i need what type of carries i need like uh right now i really don't need that much carries against the teams we playing but once we get into playoffs he know how uh, what i what he need to do what we need to do as a team to uh, be successful in the playoffs
1: mm hmm i got to ask you, and I don't mean to jump around, but we had talked earlier in the show about uh, picking up the Fort LaBeouf game this yeah. week. I know you had expressed frustration to me earlier this year because you couldn't find teams who wanted right. to play. How did the Fort LaBeouf game come about? Because as regular season finale go, finales go, this is a pretty good opponent. Seven-and-one Fort LaBeouf team has had its own success. Talk about that.
3: Um, honestly, um, Tom, Tom Rosenberger um, messaged me and said that Fort LaBeouf was looking for a game. And, you know, we're, we're always looking for a game. So I called a lot of schools. Um, Some schools turned me down and I messaged them and I said, hey, we're looking for a game. Um, And they actually got back to me right away. Um, Initially, they thought about maybe trying to make it some type of scrimmage, that sort of thing. And we were like, no, we're going to play. We're going to play. We're going to play the game. And and they actually called me today and said, "Um, can you send some film up and we'll we'll play the game on Friday. They'll get the referees and we'll play. You know, um, considering what happened with the cancellation of Hickory, you know, we really wanted to play that game as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? going to know Coach Bill, and 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 that was one of the game that I really wanted. Um, the kids really wanted, and it didn't happen. And I understand why Bill didn't. You know, um, he's looking further down the line. But I thought that game would make us better. But we, I think, we found a, a team's just as good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's one that can win um, district 10 in that in that re- in, in 3A up there as well. You know, they beat some good teams. Mm-hmm. They beat the Grove Cities. Um, you know, they lost to Sharon, but. It's a very good team. And it's a very good opponent, and they match up well with us. You know, um, considering their style of offense, it's something that we'll probably see right off the back with um, Greenville, and similar to Wilmington. So it was it was a game that we really wanted to have, and it's a good game for us.
1: Do they match up size wise up front with your club?
3: Um, they might be a little bit smaller, but they're, but they're gritty. Um, they're definitely gritty, hard nosed kids, and 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 they're going to come to play. You know, we played them a few years back. I think maybe twenty seventeen, and they were a good program they always have been a good program and this year they're they're really playing well even I think that game that um what I found out recently even that game that Sharon beat them this year um their their, their start running back didn't play you know what I mean so that game could win either way and um so they're they're a really good ball club and we're actually excited to go up there and play and play on the turf you know we don't have to play in the muddy conditions, so it's gonna have a playoff atmosphere, you know what I mean? It's something that's gonna make our program better and we're gonna make them better, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So, it was one of those games, it's kind of a must have for both of us, you know, to get us both to improve. Mm
0: And so, you know, just from, like, a player's perspective, you know, going into, like, you know, not knowing who you're going to, like, you know, match up with, you know, from week to week, do, does that kind of, like, matter to you, or is it just, you know, just a couple more different bodies, different color uniform? Uh, it
4: really don't matter to me, because, uh, like, we not, we not, I like I feel like we can compete with any team, so as long mm-hmm. as we, like, have a couple good days of practice, and we don't even have to watch film, as long as we just practice how we're supposed to, we can uh, compete with any
0: team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so walk me through, like, your preparation, you know, on game day. Is there any type of, like, you know, pregame ritual you get into, a certain, like, food or anything that you like to do before a game? Uh, no, I just uh, – I wake up. I would be excited. So I wake up at, like,
4: 6, 6 in the morning. Uh, I just be watching film. Like, I be watching my own film, like NFL players' film, to see, what, like, what I'm going to do that day. Then I just um, go to school. Most of the teachers, like, they let us listen to music during class. So I just listen to music all day. Then, uh, on a bus ride, listening to music. Then after that, just ready, time to go. Yeah, you're just focused. <laughs> then, yeah. yeah.
0: So you mentioned some NFL players. Anyone that maybe you model your game after?
4: Uh, I like J.K. Dobbins. Okay, he's, he's what, Ravens, for, right? Uh, yeah, running back for uh, used to be a running back for Ohio State. Hmm. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I like him. I like mm-hmm. a lot of good running backs out there. Right.
0: Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, Ed, you mentioned you know your your speed earlier on, and it's just like I swear, most of the photos I get from you like almost every game until you're back I mean it's like because I'm a lot of times I try to like line up at the line of scrimmage and it's like by the time you you know get past like the line it's just like you're gone it's like well try again next possession I guess but like but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun shooting you out there for yeah. sure.
4: Yeah, that's uh, mostly Grissetti. Grissetti, I, I was going to Grissetti, uh most of my off season, so mm-hmm. he got me uh, faster. If y'all didn't know, I got a little faster from last year, so mm-hmm. yeah, he uh, he had me on these a uh, couple machines that get you faster. Okay. So, yeah.
0: I was actually I went over there when um he was kind of you know working with some of the college players, you know, yeah. going to the draft and mm-hmm. everything. Is that something that maybe uh, you think you'll continue to do in the future? Oh uh, yeah, or I'd
4: with de- yeah, I'd definitely. I uh, keep working with him. Like when mm-hmm. I come back home from college, yeah, he would definitely still be there. Yeah. I'll be working with him.
0: Yeah, he definitely seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. It was nice meeting him a couple months ago, yeah, for sure. great dude. Yeah.
4: I
1: had asked Coach Begeese, I think it was after the Sharpsville game, it seemed as though your club was so dominant that night. And I realized that was a few weeks ago. And, but your club was so dominant that night, I asked Coach Begeese, you know, the only team that's going to stop Farrell is Farrell. My point is, on the surface, that sounds arrogant. But to your mind, if you – if your club plays well and executes and performs the way you feel as though you're capable of, is there some truth to that? I mean, is anyone going to stop? I know, high this yeah. year? No,
4: no team can stop us. Uh, it's mostly us. Like, uh, we can't make mistakes for real. So, uh, like, if we do what we do, if we have a good week of practice, we, uh, we're not going to be stopped Friday night, Saturday night. So, it's like, I mean, it's still good for the team to show up. But, yeah, we, we can't be defeated for real. if we do what we need to do i had
1: asked you a question i think it was after the sharpsville game but i think it's worth revisiting given your choice christian lewis's school record or a piaa championship in hershey in december which would you prefer
4: i would i would love just to have the, uh the state championship instead because that's just for like, everybody like the record is just for me so like the state championship would be for the team the uh, city the coach so i'd rather have that for everybody that we can all share instead of my record it's just individually for me I remember a couple years ago when Farrell
1: won a state championship, Coach Begeese became very emotional because he's a Farrell kid, and I think he understood what it means to not only the school but also to the city. What would it mean to you as a senior to win a state championship in December and kind of sort of
4: conclude your scholastic career with a state championship. Oh yeah, that's just like the, end. that's just like the icing on the cake, and then it's like bragging rights, so it's just like that, yeah, so I would just love to have a state championship, especially graduating with a state championship like that, because I won to uh, freshman year, I really didn't play, sophomore year, I was a running back, but like it's really did, it's, it's not going to feel the same as running, winning it as a senior. I realize we're talking late in October, there,
1: as t- uh, Tanner mentioned earlier, there's a lot of football left to be played, but... If things pan out and Farrell does win a state championship this year, how would you like your legacy to be remembered as a Farrell High School football player? As would you like to be remembered as a great running back, as a state champion? How would you like to be remembered, looking back on your high school career?
4: Uh, I would, like it's not more individual. I like uh, to be remembered as the best in your class. So I would, like go down like I'd be like. Happy if everybody considers it the best in your class because we would be the first uh, class in uh, history, well, school history, to win three state championships, stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's more of a class thing. I mean, respectfully, but
1: I know last year was disappointing yep. after all the success of the previous years. How much did last year's disappointment serve as a motivator this year for you and your club? Is that is that? Am I
3: reading that correctly? Yeah, you can read that correctly. It, it served as a great motivator. Um, you know, that, that Wilmington team was a great team. And, and um, it was something to kind of humble us and bring us back to, cause like you said, we won in 18 and 19, um, two back-to-back. And we were going for a 3 Pete. And losing that year kind of kind of showed us that we, we had a lot of work to do. So it wasn't hard to get these kids to work hard and understand what our goals was and where we're at. And you could see that every time we step on the field this year. Um, they know that each game could be your last um, because of what COVID and situation teams not playing us. So I tell them like you guys got to go out there and play like this is your last game. And now we're we're approaching a part of the year where each game will be your last. You know, if you if you don't perform and do what you need to do. But um this senior class is very special. Um like you heard Anthony say, they have some that they they can say they accomplished something winning three state championships. No one in this area, I mean, no school even have more than 2. Um but their class alone to be up there with the greats of teams that that won back-to-backs or won two they have the opportunity to win three um and and they're really a special class and and they're really special team and i'm just proud of the kids
1: i don't want to monopolize this conversation but i just asked anthony a tough question you know the individual accomplishments or the team accomplishment he nailed it for you you know, you were a great player at Farrell High School. If memory serves me right. I think when you were a freshman, you played for legendary Eddie Robinson at yes. Grambling State. So what I'm what I'm getting at is you've achieved quite a bit in your own personal football career, right. what would it mean to win another state championship as head coach at Farrell High? What would that mean to you personally?
3: Um, for me, it's, it's, it's more about the kids. You know what I mean? I had my time. You know, I, I played. Um, I won as a player. I won as assistant. I won as a head coach. Um, it, would, it would mean a great deal to win as a head coach again, but it would even mean more to me for the kids. You know, um, the kids who actually get on the field and play. Um, the kids, do the the fans that actually come – brave the cold weather, um, the parents that, that wake these kids up every morning and, and make sure they're at practice on time and, and feed them, make sure they're getting their grades academically, and for our school district, you know what I mean? Um, to show these kids, you know, we might not get the best rep all the time, but to show these kids are getting it done in the classroom and, and they're getting it done on the football field, that's what a state championship means to me, you know what I mean? It's the overall picture for my city, for, for the school, and for the kids. Me personally... I mean, it's, it's a great accomplishment, you know what I mean? But it, I don't do it for me. Um, never have, never will. It's always going to be about these kids and about the community.
1: Well, I hope you don't mind me saying, because you don't need an endorsement from me, but I think you've been a great role model for these kids, Coach. What, what's your take on Coach Pegues? You, you know, you can be honest with us here, too. Uh, you, you, you have a pretty good relationship
4: <laughs> with Coach? Oh, uh, yeah. Coach, coach Amp, uh, he, he's great, man. He's just like a second father to me. Like, uh, you can call him at any time. All the coaches really like that. They're, like, they're, they're coaches, but they're more of a fa- father figure. Most people on the team don't got father figures, so if you come up there, they, you you get whatever you need from those guys. They treat us you right, feed us every, every time we need it.
0: They even take us out to eat themselves. So, yeah, they, they great guys. Well, hey, I want to thank you guys, you know, for coming on. Really appreciate this. Um, I think it was a great conversation everything. You know, like, Anthony, you know, it's been a pleasure, you know, watching you yeah, so hey, far you're, you. your senior year. I'm looking forward to, you <laughs> know, you. shooting you some more during <laughs> the playoffs. But, um, you know, before we wrap things up here, Ed, do you have any more questions? You guys got anything else that maybe you'd like to add?
3: Yeah, any, anything you want to add of your own volition
0: I don't want to
1: monopolize this
3: conversation oh, no I just just appreciate you guys giving us call and let us come on a podcast and, mm-hmm. and you know talk some football and talk some great things about um, the program um, community especially this kid here and um, he's one of the great ones and and we just really appreciate you guys having us of course yeah I mean Anthony you've had a great season Farrell itself is at a very
0: interesting season to yes. say the least I'd say <laughs> so um so yeah thank you guys for coming on talking to us for a little bit here and um and yeah, that'll do it this week on the New Generation Sports Report. We're here every Thursdays. And of course, check out the New Generation podcast every Saturdays. Um, this weekend, we have our Halloween episode coming out with our paranormal investigator guests coming on. So should be a pretty cool podcast. So thanks again to you guys for coming on the show. And thank you, Ed.